Hi, Joe Doyle here. As a former bricklayer turned property investor, I would not be where I am today if I didn't first learn the art of business. Nowadays, a big part of my life is helping other tradesmen grow their business and create wealth by sharing my knowledge, insights, and experience. Welcome to the Tradesman Survival Guide podcast. All of the strategies discussed in my podcasts are taken directly from my book, The Tradesman Survival Guide, which is available at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash TSG. TSG, of course, being Tradesman Survival Guide. How's it going, Joe? Mr. Vlad, how are you, my How are friend? Things? Good, good. So you're, you're in the office slash van slash canteen slash absolutely everything, yeah? <laughs> slash the whole lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent stuff. So, how's things been since we last spoke? Uh, they were good, Joe. Uh, now I I got in some good jobs. Then I got in some uh, which I thought like quote wise they were good, but then I end up losing a bit more money out of the 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 money I projected. If you get me, you know. Right. Okay. So it's uh, it's it's never good to lose money, of course, right? But do we know what went wrong? Yeah, initially quote to just give an example. Uh, to clean some gutters, five days. Uh, I quoted at the time for four hundred a day for myself. Okay. And another seven fifty for labor. And then I thought, look, I'll get rid of the labor. I'll go hire a cherry picker for the week. That's seven hundred euro. Uh, but then I didn't thought about that's at the end of the job. I didn't thought about I have to go through the toll twice a day. That's nine euro. Then the diesel going up to Balbriggan from Kildare for the week. That's another expense. And you know all them kind of kind of stuff. Then yeah, I had I the areas I, I couldn't access it with the cherry picker. So I had to do with the with the hovering system that I have with poles from the ground. But I didn't have electricity. So then I had to go over and hire a journey for three days, which is another hundred and ten euro like. But it's all these little things add up that I didn't really think through at the beginning, you know that kind of way. And did you did you cover costs or how did you how did you figure it out at the end? Uh the end I was left Joe to be honest, uh, uh, around two hundred and thirty euro per day after all the costs. Okay, so how long is... it? So you you made two thirty per day for four days, yeah? Uh, for five days, Joe. Okay, five um... days. And before you started with ourselves, two thirty would have been a good day for yourself, yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's definitely hundred uh, percent. The likes of uh, I told you before, I wouldn't go above one fifty, and yes. now that would be really hard work. It's just same as I said it to uh, Carl. I think I was talking with uh, a few days ago from the yeah. office. I just wouldn't have the confidence to go for it. Like the money are there, they can be earned. I I did it since I started with you. I even got that job was above uh, four and a half grand for six days work. And it was over 500 euro profit every single day. Brilliant. I would never dream I could do that before. Yes. Although it was the same soft washing, same power washing I was doing before. I just didn't have that confidence just to go and ask for the money, for the right money. Like, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? You see that job there where you got the 230 per day on, right? If... At least you priced that on the new system, and you just you just forgot about a few bits, right? Which obviously don't fucking do that again, right? I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh yeah, but if no, you would have no, priced yeah. that on the old system, you would have been working for nothing. 
Yeah, you're dead right. Like after taking down all the costs, I would might as well just stay home, like you yeah. know that kind of way. Definitely. So look, I I would class that in a in a strange way, Vlad. I would class that as a cheap lesson for you. Yeah, definitely, big time. Which I'm so glad. Like that. That at the end of the day, that was the the best part that I was thinking about. Like you know, look, I learned the lesson. I know next time better. I know what went wrong. Yes. In the future, if I'm not 100% sure about something, just add something and be on top of it. So then I'll have a little bit of a margin and then I'm going to be left with the money I want for the day. Yes. You know, Let me tell you way. something as well, right? Yeah. You see the costs that you incurred there um, unexpected. Not that we're, like the costs were expected. You just forgot them, such as the diesel and the toll bridges and uh, the cherry picker hoard or whatever else there, right? In your head now, you're thinking that if you would have thought of them, you would have factored them in, right? But I can tell you that you should have factored in those costs plus more profit. Because the more complex... That sounds like the job is a little bit complex. And the more complex the job is, the more you can afford to charge for it. I tell you what's the problem, Joe. The job was booked. Uh, you remember I was talking with you before, my girlfriend having an ectopic pregnancy. Yes. One of the lot of... Uh, property management company he contacted me about the job sent me on a few pictures i got the dress i fly up there with the van had a quick look which is so wrong should never just have a quick look yeah now unless you're 100 confident yeah i know what's this all about i don't need to spend an hour here looking and writing things down well i didn't spend enough time so i was at the time when i just had to get some work in just something to keep me going yes. you know, that kind of way yes so that's why i only put it down as 400 day i said look that's that's grand will do me and I kind of rushed into the pricing. Yes. But uh, still, like you said, if that would have been before, I would have been the last case for that week, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And look, we we, we so, you know, we, we move on from it. We learn it doesn't happen again, you know? How long are you in business now, Vlad? I uh, opened up in legally in October. Yes, and look, we're, we're, we're only like six months in, you know? And yeah. you've already made massive improvements. Uh, I can say that any time, uh, Joe... But I can definitely say it since I started with you 21 days. Yes. That was the first step that just literally, and that was just 21 steps, uh, just literally opened up my eyes like, just like the money that other lads are making there is just the right money for their skills and their experience and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I was just thinking, I'm like, why do I charge only this much? Like, I just thought at the time, yeah, that would be grand for me, you know, that kind of way was yeah. not like we're into a business to make money like you know that kind of way the best way that you can serve your client is by pricing the job correctly and making sure that there's good profits on the job so that if something goes wrong you can finish the job and you don't lose money which is kind of what's happened here on this Balbriggan job yeah. but what went wrong on this job was your fault it wasn't the job's fault like you didn't price it in so you know, there's people out there that would have priced that job much less, and if they would have, if they would have priced it much less and, and had the same issues that you had, they would just not turn back up on the job, and then the client would be worse off altogether. So look, this is this is good. You know, we need to we need to charge the correct rate. We need to go after the right work. Um, really, what you need to do is you need to find out where you can get more of that work. Yeah, I am in uh, in contact with a few lads now in uh, on. Uh well, I started sending like kind of friend requests on LinkedIn, and then yes. I 
out of 100, for example, like only kind of five got back to me. Okay. Out of them five, I, I got a little bits here and there, like. Uh, like I have another job now in Trim. Uh, they have to go. I'd say in the next two weeks. Uh, Profit-wise, it's on 500. That's why I pour in uh, 500 a day. Yeah. I add an extra day. Now it's it's power washing and soft washing. It's a, a mix between both. So on that thing, I'm just 100% sure. I know like how long it takes and all this stuff. So I add that, and then I add an extra day at the end. Plus, I add all the other expenses. Now, yes. when I add all the other expenses that I could think of, I added another 20% on top of it. Okay. And I sent him on the code. Uh, and he was happy and said, yeah, we'll go ahead with it. We want you to go in and do the job. Very good. So even if things go wrong, I have the extra day that I have it built in. Or yes. expenses-wise, I have the little bit of extra things. Now, that's that's only thing from three weeks ago, like, and, and so, then the other thing as well is you price that job, whatever the number is on the job. While you're there, if the client asks you to do something a little bit more or whatever else, the fact that you've got the job priced well, you can just do it for them and it's just better customer care for the client as well. It's just very uncomfortable when you're doing a job on a on a shoestring budget with a razor thin margin. And it's that's how tempers can get raised with with, with, with business owners and their staff or with business owners and clients and vice versa if everything is too toy there's just no scope for anything to to change i i've i've done it before uh joe and especially with really low rates of pricing for the day and if someone asks you just a minor thing i don't know just something that's 15 minutes or 20 minutes to, to do like yes. i wouldn't personally mind but when you just went in and you just knew, like, you're at that stage, and you know, I fuck you up with the price. Uh, and then someone is asking to do a small favor. You just get, like, the anger, and you just get, like, you're never going to get out of the house. And yeah. it, it, all that just turns into a nightmare. But at the end of the day, it's only our fault, like, you know, for pricing it that way. For sure. So yeah, it, it, it's all down to just have the right prices and, you know, that kind of way. Ex- extreme ownership, Vlad, yeah? We yeah, just well, to... having you yeah. having you on the board, Joe. It's uh, really look. I I might not be the perfect lad. I might not be the lad that reaches all the milestones, same like the other lads, or went above it. I'm from the bottom of my heart. I'm 110 percent happy for being in this group and for being even in 21 days. It's just something else altogether for myself. Like you know, 100 percent. And then bear in mind, so, right? Uh, this is this is what I always think of, right? Is there's guys out there that's running a bit. You're only six months in the door, right? So yeah. you start. You were running your business for three or four months. Then you connected with me, and I showed you how to do things a little bit better, a little bit more professional, and 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 and, and basically make more profits, right? There's guys out there that's in business twenty years, right? And they still wouldn't listen to me, or they still wouldn't think that what we're doing is possible. It's just because crazy. Uh, they don't see outside the box. That's the problem, like. Yeah, like, I kind of see someone, boys, to be honest. Like the the only way, like I I uh, sent you on the message before when I went in twenty one days group. I saw a just random video with you before, like saying you're bricklayer and start this and did that, and I was like, just did that lad like this bang on, like you know, fair play to him for getting there, like you know that kind of way. Not everyone gets where you are, like. But no, like the, you need, you, you just have to get in. Like, for example, with you, like, and all the crew as well. 
just like listen what the lads are saying because like they got there and they have all their knowledge and it's a fraction of a price they'll offer you like a really massive course and you'll have all these like calls and support and you just can't go wrong like whoever doesn't want to do that they'll bring that like you know <laughs> well look see, <laughs> see the thing honest. is where, where are you from Vlad? Uh, Romania see Irish people are known to be very pessimistic, you know that. Yeah, look, they're they're known to be to be like skeptical about many things, you know. Um, and look, it's fine. Just leave them be. Like, listen, as I just say to them, look, my money's made. You're the one who doesn't have the money made, pal. So you're the one that actually needs to do this more than anybody else, you know. Um, but it's just it's once you just take on these these. Uh, this way of operating life life gets a lot easier you know how much work do you have in the pipeline at the moment uh, at the moment i have about another three weeks or something like that but now uh literally before he called me i was in a, a, a talking with a friend of mine he was a painter here around the, the the town and then he went on in Denmark and open up a, a company there and he looks after all the Facebook and Google headquarters there. They don't fix you no know, things and painting and he's a crew I'd say of can lads or something like that. Like, you know, nice. like he really got got in the right spot and he just literally called me this morning if I come down to him uh he wants to have word with me. So it's this thing, uh I really I fucking forgot the name now. Basically it's a management company they're gonna work with county council. Uh, but they need they need the crew in to go on the on the field and fix up things in different houses and you'll get all this list with the problems and but this is an order is it? Fixed up. yeah it's a new program I'll send you on a text in WhatsApp because I'll, I'll go back with him but did you not say that he set up a company overseas yeah but no he wants he knows some lads and he wants me to give me the opportunity to get in with them very good you get me? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll send you on the text of that. Uh, it's called the new home or not, something like that. Something with home. It's yeah. a new thing. There'll be like a projection from 10 years from now on. Like, it's a, it's a big thing, like, anyway. Because mm-hmm. I, I was only in the door, like, 20 minutes, like, before I was on the farm, which is so still kind of, uh, they try to explain me everything. Well, basically, it'd be loads of work, like, and it's, like, kind of guaranteed for the next... At least ten years, like. Okay, so so, so let's have that's... a look at that. So go off and get the details, right? And before you yeah. commit to that, give me a shout. We we'll look at it. The, the it's great to get ten years worth of work, but the problem is, we don't want you to get ten years worth of work from one particular source, and as a result of that, then you stop promoting your business elsewhere. Oh we yeah, no, I know. I know. I fully agree with that. It's yeah, a, uh, what what kind of uh, details, Joe? Do you want me to send around here? Just let me know, like what you know, how many men do they want? Um, how, what type of work it is? How long is the work for? What type, and, and most importantly, how much are you likely to be able to make from this work? You know, just you know, check out as much as you can there. And uh, when you go to speak to these guys, and this is what I always say, like if if there's somebody that's uh, that's going to to a meeting about a contract or whatever else, when you go in there and you speak to the guy. You set out from the very start I can't give you a decision on this today I have to speak to someone else and he'll think it's someone else in the in the business or whatever but I'm your somebody else and then I can give you some information to go back to him with then because this is going yeah, to be that... a full time contract for you isn't it? Yeah but it's basically 
the the management company, well, county council sent it on with most of properties owned by county council are going to have something to do with this management company. So they will send on the list, does the properties and does the problem in every single properties and does their location and you know all this stuff. So then it's kind of down to me to go down, organize, well, ring the ring the customers, organize times when I go in. Boy, everything will be a list, like, you know, you'll have a light bulb gone, bathroom ceiling needs to be painted, uh, you know, hanging gutter, things like that. You just have to go in and fix it, but you'll have the list sent in. So you'll know what's the pro- what what has to be fixed. And then he said, money-wise, you'll have to build them at the end of the month all the time. Okay, so this, so, this sounds uh, promising. And, and you're, you're, you're well connected with this guy? Yeah, I, I, I knew him like from a few years ago when I was working down in the pub here. Like I, I told you he was a painter. Like so. Yeah. yeah I don't know how exactly he ended up in, in, in Denmark, but like fair play to him. Like he just changed his life altogether. Come on. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah look, I, I always appreciate like someone that does something good for himself. Like, yeah, for Some sure. Some not see the other way around, like, ah, look, that fucker, or, <laughs> like, they just, you can't do that, like, you know. Yeah. No, and, and look, he, he, he obviously knows that you're a good guy as well. Yeah. And it's hard to get good men. Said. Like, people struggle to, to get people that they can, like, what do we want as employers? As an employer, all that we want is somebody who is going to do what they say they're going to do. And the crazy thing is that's, <laughs> that's in the minority nowadays, you know. Yeah, I know, Joe. It's really sad to be honest, Bob. Like, most of the young lads, they just they are in different world altogether. You know, the 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 really bad thing is when they hit the fucking reality, or hit them really hard. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And for sure. most of them, I just know they'll realize, geez, like, why the fuck did I left it so long? Why didn't I start something earlier? You know that kind of way. And it's all this like kind of entourages with like, I don't know, drugs, nightclub, whatever, all this stuff. Like, you know. And you just you've no future, like. This is life. What, what? What? Unfortunately, this is life for so many people. But I'd be saying to the lads is, the competition is so poor. Like just to give an example, my personal kind of life. I did arts for like eight years, and then I was down to I was eighteen. I was living back home in Romania, and I was down to well, look. I have to go to the college, and you know all this kind of standard bullshit, like. Yes. Uh, now, I didn't have my mind made up at the time, but my mind was kind of going towards something that you make money, like some business or... But then my mom and dad said, ah, no, that's bullshit. You need to get a job. And so we went and started dental technic for two years. But they were really struggling with the money. So when I finished off the second year, I had to do three years. Right. I just realized this, this crack is not for me. Now, I was really good on the art side of creating the actual teeth and art, because even the last year, they were like, Jesus, how the fuck you do this? I said, I said, look, I did arts in school, like in sculpture and all this stuff, so that's nothing like, you know, to create something. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. I wasn't attracted in the when I had the thought of, I have to go into an office, sit there like 10 hours, 9 hours every day, constantly for the rest of my life. That wasn't my cup of tea, like I wanted something else. So then I made the decision, look, I'll go over for the summer here in Ireland because I knew some lad in car wash. So I said, look, I'll go over for the summer, make a few bob, and then I'll think about it. And then I just fucking decide, look, forget about that. I just have to start off myself without the help of my parents and all this stuff. 
and I have to do something for my future, like you know. Very good. And, so, and they were paying you to go through dental college, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was a private one. It was about eight grand a year. Now that's that's in Romania, like yeah, that's still a lot like of money, isn't mad it? money, mad money, yeah. And then they just didn't want to accept uh, the fact that I won't go back. So they they my mom actually went there and talked to one of the main lads there and said, look, give him a year. Can he come back like after just taking like a year break and then come back? So she organized something that I could go back. I told her, forget about it altogether. They could pay me to be in there, and I still won't go there. I need to do something for myself. And I told her, I feel I can do something in this fucking life, you know, by myself, just starting off somewhere. So then I went from there to the car wash. I went different car wash. Then I went fix no pallets. Then I went work for a painter. Then I went to work for a gardener. Then I went back to the car wash. Then I ended up in a pub for three years uh, doing the cellar work. Then I did maintenance for them as well on top of that. And then they were sending me to the bank to do like uh, money lodgements. Like you're talking about even sometimes they could give me after a really busy weekend, they could hand me in 50 grand to go into the bank and lodge it. They obviously you know, so that, that's how much they trust me like, you know. Yeah. Now sometimes, to be honest, I said to them, that's a lot of money. Like I don't really like, you know, just going into the bank. Yeah. But just tell you a funny story like... <laughs> They had about 30 bags of coins, right? right. <clears throat> I, I, <clears throat> if I'm not wrong, I think it was about 14 grand or 11 grand, something like that. And they said, we need to go to the bank and launch this. And they called me, Vlad is the man to go. So I was like, how the fuck am I going to go to the bank with all these bags? Like, yeah. And I wasn't driving at the time. So what I did, I got a brown bin, like, you know, the, the food waste bin. <laughs> I cleaned it up, bang on, like on the outside and the inside. Put the fucking coins in <laughs> and look me going through fucking Kildare Town with the bin. And the lads would be like, what the fuck is going on with this lad? And then I went in the fucking Bank of Ireland. You are at the door, is like, who are you going? Like, I said, I have to lodge some money. I said, are you serious? Like, I said, yeah, look inside. I couldn't fucking believe it. I said, look, it's for the, the crowd here that I'm working for, Silicon Thomas. Like, Jesus, never said something like that before. <laughs> and Korea, how did they manage to get so many coins? Uh, look, they they had like uh, at the time. Now I, whatever was going to happen now, because they did some changing to their business. But before they had uh, two different pubs, a restaurant, and this was all uh, the takings in just over a, whatever amount yeah, of time. Yeah, and the nightclub as well. Plus they had the B and B, so it was all like a big business, like you know. But they have different stuff. Yeah. But like all the money were going into one place and one office. And they were just always sending me like to the bank. A like, wheelie you know, been and... a, a wheelie been a change, what? <laughs> Jesus, I tell you, there are some stories there. But anyway, <laughs> bottom line is, uh, after a while, I was on the minimum wage, and I asked him, "Look, can you go at least on eleven euro, like, which is like still not a lot, like." But yeah. I was just wanted a little bit extra because I was doing so many things for them. But like they couldn't offer me that. They said, uh, "We can give a few more hours." I said, "Look, you go down the road to doing more hours." My money is just going to go to the tax man and I'm still going to be on the same money. I'll do yeah. more work for you. But like, like money-wise for me, it'll be the same shit. So I said, look, I've, I just have to do a change. So I kind of gave them the notice and they kind of didn't believe that I'll actually go and leave. But I just yeah. had to. I just couldn't and when make did you the leave? end uh, About a year and a half ago. Right. And what did you go to when you left there? As kind of doing this this property maintenance thing while I was working for them as well. 
And then I kind of went on like nearly fully every every single day for the the, the whole year. And then tell, I tell said, me that again. You don't what every single day? I did the, the the property maintenance, like you know, I was doing it. No, no, I was not doing it. Like you know, yeah, just yeah. you're just tipping away. Uh, you're just falling on your feet, yeah. So then I said, look, uh, I was getting all these calls, and look, one this and one that, and some lads wanted like receipts, and then I just thought to myself, look, this crack has to end. And mm. another problem that I was facing is when I was driving in with the van somewhere, I had no markings on. Some people wouldn't answer the door, and then I'll just text them, look, I'm outside, uh, will let me in, like it's Vlad and all this. Oh, yeah, sorry, when you yeah, pull in yeah. with a big white van somewhere. So then I just take the decision, I say, look, I, this has to be done right. And it, it had like all these insurances and everything that has to be done right, I have to do right. So then that's how I decided just to start, start fresh. Now, to be honest, like you probably imagine as well, 80% of all them old customers are gone because yes. they wouldn't pay the new rates. Yeah. Well, I don't give two folks about that. Like, you know, I just need to target myself somewhere else. Like, you, you need know, to get new clients to that's going to see you as you are now. Yeah. The problem is these clients see you as you were when you were just an amateur guy starting off, you know. And this is this is part of the comes with the territory that you end up dealing with people that, you, you, like, that just aren't going to stand the test of time, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You, sorry, you end up dealing with clients. And look, it's, it happens everywhere. It happens like as an employer and everything else. As you grow, some people will grow with you and some people will resist the growth. And you just need to let cut them loose, you know? Yeah. Look, it's uh, having you on board, Joe, are going to get in the right place where I have to be. Yeah, That's 100%. one thing I know 100%. Like, you know? Yeah. What, what uh, I think you should do is you should go down and, and get to the bottom of this potential contract ASAP, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, going to go back with him now uh, after we finish the call, and I'll uh, I'll send you on a few details, like, through the text. Let me know, um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Actually, you know what to do, even. Send it on to me. Yeah? Send it on to me for Thursday's email session, yeah? And what I can do is I can just chat it over on the email session with the lads because maybe other people there will know a little bit about these guys and they can give us a bit of input then as well. Yeah, that's grand. Yeah, no, that that's what we do. But listen, my friend, it's 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 look, I I now that you have to tell me, I didn't know you had all these different jobs and all this sort of stuff. And I can see I need to make it happen, Joe. Yeah, I well I can see I can see why you know? why you're approaching this in a very professional manner from the outset because you've got all the experience of those previous jobs and previous roles that you're in. There's a lot of people there that wouldn't do what you're doing. As I said, you wouldn't even put yourself in a position where, where put themselves in a position where they can, they can learn and they can grow and they can improve. So it's impressive, you know. And to be honest, it's 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 only the start, you know. Yeah, no, I know that that's that's the beauty of it. I'd say. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Yeah, well, listen. And you... I don't mind challenges like they could be on every single day. I wouldn't mind them. Yes, that's so, what it's all about, man. Because know, we we grow into them, but don't don't mind. Don't mind all these other people that aren't doing things correctly because what I say is the competition is so bad. That's the way to yeah, describe and it. To, the and to be honest, so I've heard loads of cases uh, lads getting crazy money and doing such a shit fucking job. But just because they kind of have a name out there, lot people are just getting them. Yeah, but they're but like fucking blindfolded. Like, you know, yeah, I know. That's true as well. Yeah, that, sure. that doesn't last forever. No, my man, listen, it's been a pleasure to catch up today. Is there anything else you want to ask me before we let you go? Uh, 
No, Joe, look, I'll send you on the details uh, for the email session on Thursday. Yeah, and we go um, from there. And the wife yeah. is in good health now, yeah? Yeah, yeah, no, she's growing now. She's growing, she's flying. Brilliant. Delighted to hear that, man. Okay, my man, yeah, well, listen, book in front of our call and we'll chat in a couple of weeks, yeah? No bothers. That was grand, Joe. Thanks a lot. See you at the top, it. my friend. Have a great All day. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. So, guys, that was a conversation between myself and and the man himself, Vlad Rotario from VR Maintenance, VR Property Maintenance, down there in Kildare. I got to know Vlad a little while ago, and his business is pretty much in its infancy now. But uh, he's a good guy, and he stuck out to me as a good guy from the very, very start. And as you can hear him there, he knows what he can do now, and it's it's great to hear that he's making more money since he started with ourselves on our, our 52 Steps program. But look, so many people out there just think that, you know, I can only get X amount a day and I can only charge this amount for a job, which is true to a certain degree because you can't charge people more than what the fair price is. But in, in most instances, people are actually pricing jobs unfairly and I think they're pricing them unfairly towards themselves as opposed to pricing them unfairly towards their client. And the best way you can serve a client, as far as I'm concerned, is to charge them well so that if there's a problem with the job, you can go back to them and fix the job, whatever the issue is, no questions asked, and you're not concerned about it. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed today's episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you at the top. So, folks, that concludes another episode of the Tradesman Survival Guide podcast. Don't forget that all of the tactics and strategies discussed in today's podcast are from my book, The Tradesman Survival Guide, which is available to buy online at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash TSG. TSG being, of course, short for the Tradesman Survival Guide.